What's up, nation? Thank you for downloading this, tuning in, and checking us out. Oh, man. We tried so hard to get this thing out on time. Um, and we ended up just smashing this sucker out. Hope everybody had a great long weekend. I know I did. I want to thank everybody who helped me out this weekend. Um, but here we are. Uh, round two recap. Plus, trying to get this, this uh, conference finals predictions out of the way. Man. It's just so crazy. Hope you guys enjoyed this. It's all over the place. Um, it's a real quick one because we have to smash this sucker together. Um, we're hoping that Jay's one out maybe in the next couple days and we're going to try to get some new stuff out. Anyways, thank you so much for checking in and checking us out. want to thank Brian, Dave, and Aaron for participating in this sucker. And we'll hopefully have some more out soon. Hope all is well and I'll check you later. This is the Not After 30 Podcast. What's up, Not Not Nation? <laughs> keep going, keep going. Where people in their 30s talk about what life was like in their 20s. Now, let's start the show. Oh, yeah, you guys, no beer before uh, game? No. No beer on game nights, that's for after I'm all for drinking beer before game nights, but... That's I guess uh, we got to focus on the task at hand tonight. <laughs> we got to finish the season. Uh, beer is for closers. <laughs> That's true. That is. That should be the. That should be the name of the team. Beer is for closers. <laughs> What's up, Nation lovers of NHL hockey? Here is our playoff edition for the third round. What's up, Wieners? How you guys doing? Good. 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 Great. I'm joined by Dave, the guy with five A's, and Brian Smythe. Brian Smythe, how's it going, buddy? Ah, uh, it's been better. Yeah. I'm still recovering from New Orleans. Oh, Nylons. And Dave, how are you holding up? I'm doing great. Everything's the same for me, <laughs> and I'm feeling fine because I didn't drink a lot last week. All right, let's do a quick recap because it's going to be a quick edition. We don't have Aaron Chalupa with us today. Unfortunately, Aaron Chalupa is out fighting fires, legit this time. He's fighting fires, so we, we missed him, but uh, we're going to try to get him in with something pre-recorded at the end of the podcast, so stay tuned for that. Guys, let's get into it because we're on a very tight, 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 tight time restraint. Dave and I have to go play hockey <laughs> right after this. Well, maybe stop talking so we can get to I'm it. I'm trying to talk faster. <laughs> so I'm going to go play Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> All right, let's do a quick recap of round two, guys. What did you think of round two? Oh, uh, well, yeah. obviously my picks, Preds versus Bruins for the finals, really got blown up very quickly. <laughs> bracket, bracket busted. Yeah. Okay, how would you guys feel about the t- Tampa-Boston series uh i was i was so happy that tampa beat him in five but it just makes me think about what would happen if the leafs were there like mm-hmm. oh would have been that you know uh deflating as well like uh, either way i i had tampa going to the final so i'm happy they they progressed through yeah, Brian? boston was it was ugly they just looked slow yeah. so slow compared to tampa i think they got grinded i think they got grinded that first I, series i think yeah. sorry anthony i i think other than um I think other than Toronto, all of my picks from the first round were right, and um, I just I'm just glancing at it now. And then everything from the second round on just got destroyed. <laughs> the only thing I have going for me is you Tampa. got busted. I got busted. Well, I have only Tampa still flying high, and we'll see tonight because they have Game Seven for Tampa. All right, um, but I have Vegas going to the conference. Okay, final. chill. We jumped it right ahead. Oh, we want to finish this podcast quick, don't we? We're going to get it done in five minutes. Okay, following at the Caps and Penguins, guys. How do you feel about that series? 
Washington finally get over the hump. Yeah, yeah, good for Washington. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy for them, I guess. I kind of actually thought Pittsburgh would have at least gone conference finals, so I'm I'm pretty surprised Pittsburgh's done there. Uh, I took Pittsburgh. I, sorry, I took I took P- Pittsburgh when we did our predictions here, but in the pool I have Washington going to the finals, so go Washington. Washington? What? Like, who picks the head? I got Washington. Was- I got Washington winning the cup. Wow. What? Yeah. Are you smoking? Okay, who'd you pick to win the cup? Tampa. Well, I guess we'll see what happens in a couple of days. I think it's tonight. All right. I think it's tomorrow. Now, is it tomorrow? Maybe the biggest tomorrow. surprise in the whole playoffs is the Golden Knights versus Sharks. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Can't, I can't believe it. I Honestly, and we're going to get into it. I'm sure this will be the biggest chunk of what we're going to be talking about tonight. But the Vegas Knights, what an incredible, incredible inaugural season they've had so far. And, uh, you know, Anthony and I are kind of feeling the same way. Brian, I'm sure you've got to feel a little bit of what we're talking or what we're going to say. But... There's got to be a fix going on here. There's some sort of conspiracy theory that we have to address here. Okay, let's let's consider it. Let's consider it for the next round, and not right now in the recap. What? Are you guys shocked that the Sharks really didn't put up a fight considering they dismantled Anaheim in the first round? No. Well, I mean, I thought the Sharks would be a little bit better. Maybe with Thornton, they would have done better. But I mean, they they got two games. Um, out of Vegas, and I mean Vegas has only lost three games so far this whole playoff. So they're pretty much the strongest team Vegas has played so far. I was so shocked. So so uh, I thought for sure like seven games, for sure, and I thought it'd be tight games. I don't think they're that tight. I, uh, go ahead, Brian. I just I always I've been shitting on Marc Andre Fleury pretty much this whole time, <laughs> and uh, he after now that I've watched a lot more. I don't want to backpedal because I still question how much is him and how much is scheme, but he's played a really, he's on a hot streak. Oh yeah. I agree. And for everyone that says, you know, he flops in the playoffs, uh, he's proven everybody wrong. And so is the whole team. I mean, but, uh, I mean, Fleury is playing. He's going to be listening to this back and just be stroking his, his goalie. (laughs) He's got, he's got a nice boner for Fleury. Oh, does he? He's got a boner for the flower. Um, do you know what? Like, uh, I'm surprised, actually. I looked at my poll, too. I picked Vegas to beat San Jose, and I don't remember doing that at all. <laughs> and I can't believe I even picked them to go to the conference finals. Uh, wow. But, I, you know, I didn't have them going to the Stanley Cup finals, which is insane. <laughs> all right. And the one we all thought would be the barn burner, the Preds versus Jets. Yeah, well, I, I had the Preds going over the Jets wait, in this wait, one. Sorry, sorry, Smashville versus the Winnipeg Jets. Okay. Well, it's still good three weeks later. I, I think you're killing it now. <laughs> um, I'm... Uh, I picked Nashville in seven. So the fact that it went to seven games, I thought for sure my prediction was going to come to fruition. But I, I'm blown away that Winnipeg did it, and Winnipeg then got their asses handed to them afterwards, which is insane to me. Um, the biggest surprise for me that series was the actual Game 7 game. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I was a little inebriated in a bar in New Orleans watching it, but... <laughs> Uh, Nashville didn't show up for that game at all. Yeah. What was the final score? Was it three one or four one? Five four one. Five four one. Five one. Maybe they got it. Five was the empty netter, probably. So, but that was nuts. Like Rene, unfortunately for him, like I think he's gonna have to call it a career soon. He's almost done. They yanked him after two goals. Two goals. What two? Was it quick goals? Two quick goals, but they yanked him. That's not cool. Like I get two quick goals is bad, but. He's brought you there. You have to have faith in oh, yeah. your I got star players. Weird, you can't I, just make you know that kills a. I got this weird confidence. thing where this where European goalies have a hard time going deep in the playoffs, and you know like the the conversation last time was, oh yeah, but he got he got Smashville there to the finals last year. You didn't win, and here yanked early. 
I don't know. I saw and, and to think about uh, Tampa. Tampa's got a Russian goalie. So I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens with Tampa. But maybe maybe they'll flop next round. That being said, let's talk about the conference finals. Gents, now this isn't from the future. We're actually a little bit late with this podcast. Surprisingly, the West has already been wrapped. What do yeah. you guys think? I'll let Dave go. Dave's just shaking his head. Dave's got his arms <sighs> folded in his lap, just shaking his head like he's like he's, t- he's saying, I'm, get off my lawn. I'm blown away. I thought Winnipeg was going to beat the shit out of Vegas. I thought they were going to just, like, manhandle them. I thought Buffalo was just going to rip apart every guy coming close, which I guess they did in their first game. And I was like, well, here's that wake-up call that Vegas was waiting for. And here they go, win four straight games after that, which was insane. It's insane to me. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Same. And, like, even the games that were, you know, like the 2-1 game, they when you watch the game, it wasn't close at all. No. Oh, um, yeah, Vegas had control so much. Time. The speed. Uh, yeah, the, the, yeah it, it, we can rave about the speed, but it's just they make you foolish if you have aggressive defensive players. Right. Yeah, well, that right? was the biggest thing that everybody was saying was Vegas was able to take advantage of their opportunities, which, you know, I mean, for, for the track record that they have, for the opportunities that they've been able to capitalize on, it's... It's pretty impressive. I mean, how many teams can do it that often? And Vegas does it every time. Oh, and nuts. considering that they strung together this chemistry over the season, this isn't like four or five good core guys that have been playing together for five years. You know, they don't know each other. Yeah, well, Nobody I mean, knows each other. I mean, they know each other. They're now. all Canadian. They're like the most Canadian players of any team in the really? league. Really? Like, if you look up their roster, it's like ninety percent Canadian, oh, I didn't which know is that. nuts. Okay, and then I guess the the so we're all shocked in the West. Gold Knights are going to the finals. Insane. Um, as the time of this recording, and probably released the day of, the Lightning and the Capitals going to Game 7. Now, for me, I've got a lot right on this because I actually, going into the Final Four, I was so hockey bonered because I had Winnipeg, Winnipeg, and Washington in the finals. I had and, Winnipeg and Tampa in the finals. Uh, I, I, I thought for sure, I thought to myself, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to, this just exactly what happened last year in the baseball pool is that I picked the two finalists and the winner. It was insane. But long and short of it, I thought for sure I was going to be wrapping up this hockey pool. Looks like this motherfucker's blown open. Yeah, I got to say, Aaron really should be posting everybody's brackets on A the man page. is fighting fires. He had time before this. Maybe you should help him out. Hey. I'll take it over next time, and I'll fake my own bracket and then win it myself oh, like you guys do. How rude. So I'm going back to a conversation that we had mm-hmm. um, via chat where you asked me my opinion on the Capitals versus Tampa when uh, the Capitals were up 2 nothing. I said, realistically, I think Washington, but I have to keep shitting on them by choosing <laughs> against them. So Tampa it is. I'm sticking to that. I think Tampa is oh, taking man. this. So that means Washington's going to win. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, boy. Yeah, it, I, It's called the Smythe effect. Whatever, yeah. whoever, Ryan, whoever Brian goes for, it's you know, the opposite the, team. The first round looked okay. The first round <laughs> well, looked okay, but, man, the Preds. How many times has Washington been on the ropes and been able to pull it out? Uh, not that often. It's only they've been like this playoffs <laughs> that they've actually been able to beat Pittsburgh. That's what I'm talking about. This playoffs, like clutch, Col- clutch Columbus right looked like they were gonna they were gonna take them on the first round. Did they? How long did that go? Didn't that go five games? Six. I think went six games, but okay. but Columbus took the first two games, and then Washington won four straight. I, I I don't I don't care for that. Whenever you say like oh, they took the first two games, it's a home and home thing. You know, if if you lose the first two games, it's not that big of a deal. You still have to win two more. 
That's why, they, I mean, these, these hockey players have that mentality going into it. If they're down two, that's not that big of a deal. If they're down three, well, that's a different story. It's like LeBron. LeBron. Yeah, well, there's nothing two, to worry about. Down, down two games against the Celtics, goes back to Cleveland, wins both games. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, that that's great if that happens. But if it doesn't happen, so they get swept in four. It's a different story, too. Uh, regardless. Well, this isn't the Golden Knights. Okay, so. yeah. Well, yeah, ask, ask the Knights how well that's working out for them. I, I mean, it would be cool to see Ovechkin finally win a cup, but... I, I've called it from the beginning. I think Tampa, this is their year. They looked and have been the strongest team all year round. They've been consistent all year round. Their firepower, their their intensity every game all year round. You got Tampa? I, I got Tampa, but I'm scared of Vegas. Okay, you, you, so you got Tampa? I, listen, I got Tampa taking tomorrow night in the finals. It's going to be interesting. I will, okay. I'll stick with Tampa against Vegas. Okay, we, we may try to get together for... A playoff uh, finals podcast, so don't blow your wad just yet. All right. But let's talk about this Vegas conspiracy. Yeah. So, Dave, do you want to start? Or should I? Yeah, let's get started. Okay. How much? Like, I got a question for you guys. How much does it cost to buy a franchise in the NHL? A billion dollars, probably. Two hundred million dollars. Five hundred million dollars. Okay. I was, I was close. That it's like it's like something like two or three hundred to have the. I wish Aaron was here to have the bid, so you can correct us all. To have the bid. And then once you have the bid and show that you have the facilities and the fan base like to support it, then you have to pay the additional to make it half a billion dollars, basically. So Gary Bettman is looking like a genius. Well, we just raised our, raised our capital by $500 million. We just introduced uh, a new team, and we're looking for more. We're looking for at least one more on the west side. Uh, for example, Seattle, Seattle. looks like the, the headhunter here. Kansas City, too. Oh, I think Seattle's more prefer. Anyways, regardless... Gary Bettman now is saying, yeah, I want everybody to be interested in doing it. And what, I mean, what's the right way to say this? You have spent $500 million and you've made a lot of it back in your first season going to the Stanley Cup Finals, which not a lot of teams can do, especially in their first season with like a team full of misfits, as they call themselves. It's insane. So Gary Bettman, if the fix is in, he's doing a great job because he's making it seem like, hey, anybody can make it to the finals. You guys want to buy in? You could make most of your money back and have a loyal fan base for the next 10 years because you just made the Stanley Cup finals, regardless if you win or not. Okay, conspiracy theory time. Get, I, the, get, the, get the aluminum cap on, okay? Aluminum foil cap, here we go. How about this? The first time that this type of draft has been done and it's been so successful... Batman's been talking about a, a team in Vegas for like a decade. Oh, they've been yeah, they've been trying to get in Vegas for the right, longest time. Right, yeah. but you know they finally got this formula that works where you're basically able to grab, like let's say, um, a a good to great first to second line player from every team. Okay. And the, and the the few teams like Toronto really didn't get uh, you know hit by that. Right. Um, but uh, the few teams that didn't have to pay for that, they ended up scooping a bunch of draft picks and able to to set themselves up not for this year but next year maybe the next the year mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. like really kind of give them the advantage of like some other teams. Yeah. But my question and where my conspiracy theory starts is. Who came up with this fucking idea? Why is it taking it this long to happen? I mean, how many do you think Atlanta would would still be a franchise if they had the kind of benefit? Yeah, but that they Vegas did. Had? They bought Winnipeg, so they had Winnipeg's team already. They didn't have. They weren't That's a new true. expansion That's team. True. Okay, so Ottawa. Ottawa had like a decade. Who, who of was an expansion shit? team that like Ray Ferraro always talks about it? What was that shitty team? Was it Coyotes? Weren't they uh, an expansion team? No, Coyotes were Winnipeg. 
No. Yes. Atlantis. No. Oh, maybe you're right. I yeah, because of Shane Doan, right? Yeah, he was on Winnipeg. Yeah. And he's been with Coyotes. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, uh, yeah I think Atlanta, you're right. was At- a franchise. Atl- Atlanta, um, Ottawa, San Jose. Uh, I feel like I'm missing a couple here. Well, but maybe another California team. Well, L.A. was in oh, there the back Ducks, in the day. The, Ducks, the Ducks, yeah. They were in the 90s. Yeah. Right after the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. So, what were you talking about? Sorry, I was looking so, up something to support the theory. We're, okay, so we're just talking about how much of advantage that Vegas had with this type of draft. No, but they they did that before for teams. the other ones. They, they said, no. we could, yeah, you pick, like, you pick one no, this available. No, the first time they've ever done a draft like this. Are you talking about how they drafted all their players? Yes. Where they took these, what was it, uh, unrestricted free agents? Uh, no, they didn't. Blood. No, not all of them were unrestricted. No, no, but I'm saying, like, what were the players that they got to pick off of everybody's hockey team? So tr- so the, le- the league, or uh, the teams were allowed to pick... 25 players that they couldn't touch. So so in the case of, like, um, who did they get out of Florida? Like, I always mess up his his last name. Um, Mar- Marcinel? Oh, Marcia Suits or whatever. Yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. So, so, he, so he was, like, a, a high prospect, good player. Right. But Florida knew they were going to have to pay him, so they're like, okay, you, you, can, go to, you can go to Vegas. They just let him stuff. walk. Yeah. yeah. Same with Neil, James Neal and Flurry and those yeah. kinds of guys. Like, they, they were able to pick a handful of really high prospect. And maybe guys. Batman was like, if you're going to buy in, you got to buy in now because these are the potential available players you can get. I'm, like, Flurry, for one thing, would be like a cornerstone piece to have for a franchise. Yeah, like, I get it, he's a little bit older, but who, oh, would, no. who wouldn't want a two-time, or a three-time Stanley Cup champion slash current back-to-back Stanley Cup champion oh, goaltender? I, I mean, no, no. I, I think he still medals. has, I, think, I still think he has at least a handful of years of good playing years. The, yeah. the stigma behind him was that he was uh, he wasn't clutching the playoffs, and he had some rookie cover for him, and basically stole his job. Right, that's but, what the stigma was that he, Flurry couldn't do the job. He was still winning games. He was still like you have to he get to the playoffs consistent. too, right? My, sure. So, my, so a conspiracy theory that I have is like the NHL or Gary Bevin or whomever one, whoever the dark forces are in the NHL. Like we've got this formula. The formula is going to work like this. It's kind of like Moneyball for hockey. Okay. You need to draft X amount of, of these types of players. And now maybe it was, I don't know what the I can't remember what the owner's name is. But maybe the owner just had this great idea. Maybe he hired the right people. Maybe it was a perfect storm. Maybe all of this is just like the conspiracy theory, aluminum foil cap. But maybe it's like the perfect storm as well, too, mm-hmm. that all this stuff has happened. I think it's one of those things that Barry, Gary Bettman's going to say, listen, we need, uh, we need a team in Oakland as well. Or, <laughs> you know, like we need a team in Seattle, so- Kansas City. But Quebec City, forget about it. And like he's just gonna have this formula now where the every year the league's gonna get, or every four or five years the league's gonna get raped of, of of these players. They're gonna go to this misfit island and they're gonna have this incredible team because now the formula's been written. Well, I was thinking about other expansion drafts, recent ones at least, and a lot of them are two teams coming in at the same time. Like uh, the last one I thought of was Columbus and Minnesota. Mm. Oh, right? Columbus. Yeah. So, and I'm looking, and the rules are. Uh, 26 of 20 teams existing in the league are able to protect either one goalie, five defensemen, nine forwards, or two goalies, three defensemen, seven forwards. So there's even more so, options, actually, to take from all these teams. There's yeah. less this time around. Mm. Yeah, but you know, if you're a team that has two really strong goaltenders, you can protect both goaltenders, mm-hmm. right? Like right. You can tailor how you're protecting things, right? right? So this definitely didn't allow teams to have the same amount of options with protecting players. Right. So that's one thing that's interesting. And then uh, the other thing that I thought of, if I'm, I'm, I don't have time to research into it, right. um, but if you want to support the, the fix theory, 
you should look at all the teams that traded picks for the upcoming draft to Vegas in order for Vegas to take a specific player from them. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And then see how those teams landed in the draft lottery. Yeah. Like, does Vegas like- have some Sabres picks? Because right, if right. so, then maybe is the fix in that way, too. Well, didn't they right? say that there's, like, all those, I can't remember what they're called, uh, backroom deals or something like that. It's like, I'm not going to take these four guys. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. But well, there, there was a lot of talk like that, and, like, Ottawa was trying to make deals like that like crazy so they wouldn't take Mathot. And, um... But they, they took him anyways, didn't they? Well, yeah. Well, they well because they're trying to get rid of Fnuff in order to. I don't know why. Let them have Fnuff. <laughs> I <never> thought. <laughs> but Vegas was actually very smart because they knew how much of a need and desire there was to have um, some decent defensemen. There was a huge need for that, so they overloaded on drafting defensemen, and they were able to make some trades because they had the wealth of of uh, defensemen in their system. Well, look at this. The Panthers traded Riley Smith in exchange for Vegas selecting Marchessault. Right. That's like, crazy. It's that's nuts, so crazy. Right? Yeah. That's how bad teams wanted Go, to protect specific guys. Right. Here are gold bars for gold bars. Like this, yeah. Oh, man. Which is, a, which is awesome, too, because they had the luxury of taking whoever the hell they wanted. And they played their cards just right. They didn't have a GM that was too eager and, and showing his cards. Like, I mean, an even bigger story than all this, how much of an amazing story is this for their head coach, like uh, Gerard Gallant? Like, he... Um, gets booted by Florida. He's the famous coach that got fired by phone, and they didn't provide a cab ride for him from the airport. <laughs> like when he got fired, like on the road, like it was on on the way back to Florida, and they didn't provide like a cab ride or anything for him. So him and his assistant coaches that got fired, uh, they got their own cab ride and went home. Um, it, they were like embarrassed. And then these guys get signed on by Vegas with the same assistant coaches from Florida, and now we're driving this team to the Stanley Cup Finals in their first wow. year. Like, what an amazing story it is! Maybe for also him. that's why they can, took the Florida guys. Can we talk if Washington wins about George McPhee pot- potentially getting revenge as the GM for the Golden Knights? Now, let's hear it. He was the GM for the Capitals for such a long time. He basically got right. booted out of town, right, because they couldn't get through the second round. Right. So Vegas and Washington is what you're saying in the finals. I, I, it would be. I want Tampa. <laughs> Listen, I want Tampa, but I think it would be interesting as a little kind of side story. Like, okay. look what I did in one year with this, and you guys kicked me that, out. That is still. It, it's still so crazy to me. But I mean. The, the amount of depth in the NHL now, I suppose it's possible, and I guess that's the angle that Batman's trying to say to all the other expansion teams, is like, you guys could have all this and more. Because yeah. the talent just gets better and better every year. This is why it's the greatest league uh, in all of sports, because the talent pool is so deep that everybody yeah. can be competitive, even in their first year. So so really, forever, there's the, the franchises in NHL hockey have been essentially failures right like i mean we're looking at all these teams like look at um like maybe the last five or six expansion teams uh-huh. minnesota columbus nashville you know they have a couple of final well, appearances. the thing is columbus but, and minnesota have been consistent but not a lot of success in the playoffs i mean if we look as far as atlanta okay that's a failure uh if we look <laughs> phoenix at, phoenix has been a failure uh, florida has been a failure like they had their one run to the Stanley Cup Finals. I'm gonna guess '94, I believe, or '96. '96, I think. Yeah, I think '96. And uh, was it Van Breen? Van Van, Van, Van Breensbrook? Am I yeah, saying that right? Yeah, Van, Van Beesbrooks. Van, Van Beesbrook. Um, yeah. Uh, but that was it. And and since then they have and they have Powell such Burry. a deep. Yeah, they have Powell such a deep Burry. talent pool in Florida right now, but they still can't get over that hump. I mean, I I think maybe the most 
successful expansion franchise in the last 20 years? <laughs> it's Vegas. <laughs> it's easy. No, it's probably Tampa Bay. As, uh, well, Tampa, oh, that's longer than 20 years, though. They've been around since 1994. Oh, yeah, they, they just celebrated their 25-year anniversary right now. Yeah, so, so, so there so you go. Tampa? I, I guess they have a Stanley Cup. I can't, I can't, don't they have two? No, they have, they have a, the, they won with the Cavillet and St. Louis, not with, no, with Stamkos. Stamkos. Okay, anyways, so yeah, so, uh, fuck Vegas, is, I guess is what I'm trying to say. No, I'm happy for Vegas. I got some students uh, that, if Vegas wins, I'm going to riot. I, I don't know what to say, like, I don't know what to say either, but, I mean, that's the whole, uh, I guess the appeal of the franchise now is, is the fact that they can handpick whoever they want and bribe these other teams or hold them by their balls yep. and say, you don't want me to touch that player? Well, I'm going to need something You don't want me return. to touch your dick? You better get this ball. And, and this is what's happening. And you know what? Vegas, if, if they can keep on going with this, they're going to pull it off and they have a bright future ahead of them because of all the draft picks that they do have in the future. I'm saying this. I'm saying Vegas loses in the finals and next year is a big test. What happens? Oh, I'm can, assuming a big can flop. Can it be a riddle yeah. being solved? I'm assuming a big flop, they but don't, They Jesus. don't make the playoffs next year. No, but they you start know, trading off all this, the draft picks. This is the thing. They're the 1980s Maple Leafs. So, so here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. You know, failure defines a person, and these are all players that have failed before, which is why they did not get selected, I'm assuming. <laughs> or, or they um, weren't at the top of the or list. Or they weren't at the yeah. top of the list, yeah. right? Which is why their teams chose not to keep them. So if they get close and fail again, there's people that will rise when they fail, mm-hmm. and I don't think these guys are them, yeah. <laughs> in all oh. honesty. I think these guys are the castaways for a reason, and if they fail, they're done. Okay, so let's do a little side bet, if you guys are up for it, of course. Um, If my Washington Capitals, led by Russian sex machine, Alexander Ovechkin, I was going to say the great eight, (laughs) the great eight inches, uh, if they get into the cup final and beat your Tampa Bay Devil Rays? Steven Stamkos. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, how he talks. If they beat the, the Bolts, then the loser has to do two shots. Oh, sure. So, of whatever you want behind the bar. Oh, okay. Right. So, I'll do two oh, shots, no. and then if if both you guys love, you both do two shots. Uh, if we win, can we take some shots as well? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's shot. the winner circle. Uh, and then, and then we'll also ask Aaron to do something. Here's my take, as everybody's wondering. I know <laughs> all the dozens of people that are listening right now. Here's my take on Vegas: if they lose in the finals, which I don't know if they will at this point, yeah. I, they seem way too strong. If they lose in the finals, I don't think they'll actually have a bad year next season. I mean, my assumption is that they'll have a fallback year, but I think these are actually the type that I mean they've proven it so far. They're one of the best teams in the league right now, and it's insane. And they have young, and they have lots of cap space. They have tons of money to spend, and they have an attraction. They have a beautiful, uh, hot weather city that has a ton of entertainment. These guys love it there, and they have an amazing fan base already. Like Here's you're attracting a lot of, of players the there. I want Coach all. Of the year, GM of the year. I Absolutely. want all the party animal players in the league. I want Evander Kane. Who's the guy from LA? Carter, Jeff Carter. I want Jeff. I want all these party animals. Oh, yeah, right. I want them all traded to Vegas. All entry level contracts. Yeah, Richard's like, coming back. And I yeah, Richard yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I want them all. Vegas baby, Stanley Cup baby. I want <laughs> a reality show. I want a reality show following these guys around. Oh like, yeah. Ah oh, man, we got a, a matinee against the Leafs. <laughs> Fuck it, let's go to this pool party. And they and they show up to the game and they're all like. 
burnt, sunburnt. Like you see him on the. But that, but that has been the opposite because everybody's like, "Oh, sweet, we have a three day trip in Vegas. Well, we'll party for the first couple nights. We'll play that game and go home. Let's enjoy our first couple nights and get baked in the sun and be done for the game. Like it's toast. I know we gotta wrap this up, but one thing that um, I've actually been looking into because I always said road teams would struggle in Vegas, especially the first year. Yeah. All the Vegas players live in the burbs. They live nowhere close to oh, the yeah. strip. In Reno? They're, yeah. They're all just relaxing. They live in their little cul-de-sac, and they're enjoying life, and they're not tempted. Right. When you yeah. visit there, you're staying in a hotel on the strip, on the strip yeah. close to the arena. Yeah, yeah. Where That's all the, the reality. Yeah, yeah. Where all the shit show happens, right? Man, it's going to be interesting. How, but, I mean, I'm sure they said the same thing about Los Angeles. And New York City, like I'm sure, like yeah, they, and they were unsuccessful for a long time. Yeah, yeah but now the are. Islanders got Lamorello, so you know. Let's talk about that for another podcast. Yeah, we'll see. All that. right, I'm we're disappointed. <laughs> I don't mind. I want to get Hunter. I want to say <laughs> thank you to <laughs> Dave yeah. and Brian for coming and finally getting this round two wrapped up and round three <laughs> predictions going, even though it's half done. Uh, uh, and I'd I'd love Aaron to maybe send in a clip just to see who is close to the top of the pool right now before it finishes. Ooh, because last, he said I'm it's last, between three people right now. Last. How many people are in the pool? Is it five? Ten. Ten people? I, I think I'm... <laughs> Why are you shot? There's ten people in I'm the surprised. Ten, I'm surprised ten people are looking We try to get right ten, now, so it's a hundred dollar win. I think I gotta be up there because I think oh all my of my God. picks Here are getting go. pushed through. And Here if Tampa makes it, that's what I'm talking about. I'm if last. Tampa makes it through... Yeah, Sweet. Brian's the last. Oh my God, and man. Just Nashville, Boston. Oh. <laughs> All right. With that being said, we're going to cut to Aaron Chalupa's hot picks, hot takes, uh, how he feels about the wrap-up and then his predictions as well as maybe he can give us a little hockey pool update it's, if he has a time for it's it. It's just a clip of him, you know, theoretically sucking Marc-Andre Fleury's stick. <laughs> oh, flower. Make sure to cup You're the, the balls. You're the prettiest. Cup the balls, You're Chalupa. the prettiest. Cup the balls. <laughs> You're the prettiest flower out there. All right. Go, let's go. Hi, everybody. It's Chalupa. Sorry I missed the, the fun and exciting <clears throat> bantering and uh, gay jokes uh, to everybody. Um, yeah, we had, a, we had a fire. We had to go check out. Um, yeah, so this is me recording my predictions and surprises from round two. So round two. Uh, round two, two surprises. Um, didn't we go over round two surprises? thought we went over around. I guess we didn't. Never mind. Anyway, um, let me think about it. Boston and Tampa. Uh, I had in my pool, in my bracket, I did have Boston beating Tampa Bay. But at the end of the Toronto series, I really felt that Boston was going to lose to Tampa. And I was right there um, where Brian was really pissed off with me. Sorry, buddy. Um, yeah, I didn't mean to back out on the Bruins train. I'm a, still a big Bruins fan, but I really felt that they didn't have uh, the defensive uh, capability to stop that uh, speedy offensive core and deep offensive core that Tampa Bay has. And Vasilevsky just outdueled Rask big time. So I wasn't too surprised there. Um, other ones, Washington, Pittsburgh. You know, in the back of my mind, I was like, you know, maybe this time Washington will finally do it. But it was definitely told to shut the fuck up from the larger majority of the brain. And that always, always, always Pittsburgh beats uh, Washington. 
Not this time. That was a big surprise for me. I was quite happy, though. Um, I, I was kind of... It would have been cool to see Pittsburgh get a three-peat, <clears throat> but at the same time, um, it was nice to see Washington get over that hump, and you could just see the excitement on their faces. It was almost like they won the Stanley Cup. Absolutely, absolutely insane. Uh, it was very cool for them. I'm, I'm almost surprised that uh, they've... they. Uh, they put up such a fight here against Tampa um, when, you know, they, they, they were just so relieved that they beat Pittsburgh. <laughs> it's like they just walk away happy. Barry Trott still has his job. Same with Holt being all those guys. They're not going to blow up the team. Um, yeah, so I was surprised about that one. Um, but, yeah, I was very happy to see Washington move on. Um, in the West, Winnipeg and Nashville. I thought the series was going to end a little bit faster uh, with a couple of the games there. Uh, Winnipeg just seemed so dominant in the games that they did win, and they just scored in bunches. It was very exciting hockey to watch. Um, Nashville did put up a fight towards the end, which I was happy to see, and then the last game just didn't even show up for it. So it was amusing for me to see P.K. Subban guarantee the Game 6 win uh, against Winnipeg in Winnipeg, but then they failed uh, immensely to deliver uh, in game seven. So that was kind of uh, humorous <laughs> on my end. Uh, Pekka Rene pulled in, what was it, two goals on five shots, and they were just really bad luck goals and weak goals. So that was kind of surprising for me. Um, you know, I'm not sure if I would have pulled him right off there, but I think Nashville already felt that the, the wind was knocked out of their sails and they were kind of heading home or staying home, I guess, since they're in Nashville. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, other Western Conference game. Uh, Vegas and San Jose. I think I called, I can't re recall what I picked in the podcast. Um, I had Vegas losing to Anaheim in my bracket pool, so I probably would have picked San Jose to win. No, no, I think I picked Vegas to beat San Jose, so that wasn't too much of a surprise. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, things with Vegas are a surprise, but not a surprise now. It's just like, oh, they can't possibly win, and then they win. It's like, well, that doesn't surprise me because they've just surprised everyone the entire season. There's nothing they can't do. So um, I wouldn't say that that was a complete surprise, but I was thinking that there would have been more of a fight from San Jose. Yeah, it went to six games, but a lot of those wins that Vegas had were quite dominant. So... Yeah, I'll just leave it there. Vegas, they're just so fast, and they're just rolling over teams with no real problems at all. Am I willing to bet two shots on uh, Vegas, sorry, a, a Tampa Bay or Washington winning that series? Um, in my mind, it doesn't fucking matter who wins that series because Vegas is going to win. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm on the Vegas train right now, but I just don't know who could, who could beat them. Like Winnipeg, Winnipeg was, you know, now that in, in the bracket pool, I had Boston winning the cup, but after the Leafs, uh, lost there, I was almost convinced that, um, w uh, Winnipeg was going to win the cup completely. Um, Tampa Bay, you know, I agree with Brian now that after watching a few games with them, they don't seem that woo. They don't have that woo factor or woo factor, you know, for Anthony and Dave. Sorry to blow out everyone's eardrums. Ear, ear um, 
Yeah, yeah, no, like, I don't know, I don't know. And, like, Washington, I just think they're getting so, so drained from these playoffs. Like, this is the furthest they've gone in the playoffs in how long? Uh, since the Adam Oates, uh, Joey Juno, Peter Bondre, Wolf Kolzig days. As a Tikkanen, the banana hot dog. Um, yeah, like, I just I just think that they were so emotionally drained after winning against Pittsburgh that I really don't know if they could go that much further uh, with beating Tampa and then the challenge against Vegas. I will bet two shots that Washington wins um, Wednesday evening against Tampa Bay, but I'm going to triple down that, and I'm going to say that Vegas is going to win the Cup if anybody wants to challenge me on that one. So six shots of whatever. Um, I don't really have a preference. I'll take shots of whatever. I, I kind of like almost all liquor. Uh, my two least favorite are probably Sambuca, and what else do I hate? Captain Morgan's Original Spice Rum, but... Whatever, that's not the worst thing. I've got a lot of tequila sitting around. I can do that. And I'm actually going to Revelstoke, uh, where my friend has a dis- uh, works for a distillery. So I can just start smashing craft vodka or, in, or craft gin, too. So six shots. If anyone wants to challenge me on Vegas, not winning the cup. Uh, but yeah, two shots for sure on Washington. Uh, Washington's going to make the Eastern. Uh, it, they're going to win the Eastern Conference Final. They are not going to touch the Prince of Wales Trophy. They will not take a picture around it. Uh, that's my hot take of my hot takes. Ooh, that's hot. Ooh, that's hot. Um, what else did Anthony want me to do? I'm just reading my text message that Anthony sent me. Uh, Vegas. Um, asking a conspiracy of Vegas. I don't know if it's a conspiracy. I think it's just a lot of fuel in those players' uh, hearts and bellies there. That they, they got a lot of fire in the belly, as one would say. Um, they just want to prove everyone wrong. Gerard Gallant. Man, what a tremendous coach you know like he was even great with florida just uh, he 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 had a florida team where yager and uc yokinen uc yokinen were the one and two points leaders for that team when they went to the playoffs and you know barkov and kulikov 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 trocek sorry trocek not kulikov trocek were were just offensively minded forwards that were definitely blossoming into uh elite offensive forwards Trocek, man, what what a hell of a player. But, you know, Gallant, he just had a slow start the next season, and they let him go. I think that was a huge reward um, to, this, uh, to this Vegas Golden Knights team. And I can, you know, hindsight is 20, uh, 20-20, but looking at it, they really did build themselves a quite decent team. You know, like, yeah, they got a, a team full of second liners and third liners, really, uh, but they can play defense so well, and a lot of these guys are so fast on the puck, defensive, neutral and offensive zones they're just on you they swarm you it's kind of like the pittsburgh penguins in 20 oh god 2015 2015 2016 2016 when they were playing against the sharks in the in the the Stanley Cup final where they would somebody would have the puck and there'd be two guys on them and then they pass it to the open guy but then there'd be two people on that uh player with the puck so they're, they're playing very, very well. And they just work well together. I think they're all just pissed off at the league uh, for being the, the sacrificial lamb uh, to the expansion draft system. Or got traded, you know? Like, these are all guys that, you know, in a sense got rejected. I, know, I don't want to be too harsh on that system. Like, you know, like, who were you going to throw away for a lot of those teams? But some of those guys were traded so that they wouldn't be... Pick as as a sacrifice so that uh, the one team 
uh, so Vegas wouldn't pick this one player, so they would trade James Neal away. They would trade Marc-Andre Fleur away to ensure that another key member wasn't picked up. Uh, Minnesota, I think Eric Hall and Alex Tuck were main players. Uh, was it Alex Tuck? I can't remember Alex, uh, Tuck's real name. Uh, first name, I think it's Alex, but uh, I've been calling him Friar Tuck. Um, yeah, I don't think there's so much as conspiracy as a, um, you know, wake up and smell the coffee. Like, holy fuck, this is actually happening. Um, just a complete underdog story. I think this is the underdog story of possibly the century. I don't know anybody that in their right mind or can confidently say that they had Vegas picked and like would wager, you know, yeah, people could wager, you know, oh, I'll put 10 bucks on Vegas win the cup. But that's just a gamble. Like that's just a guess. So you're just taking the chance and taking the odds. But you would, if you had, you know, $500, $1,000, million, would you bet it on Vegas winning the cup? I don't know if you could. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think Vegas is just, you know, they're just scary good. And I'm going to remain on Marc-Andre Fleury's dick, and he's really kicking ass right now. He's playing the best hockey of his career. Uh, you know, maybe not his career, but definitely challenging from his 2006, 2007 cup win. I don't know the numbers in front of me. Uh, when they beat the Detroit Red Wings, he was stellar in uh, in that playoff, uh, that playoff year. But those, like everyone, top to bottom, is just playing remarkably, uh, just absolutely, absolutely outstanding. Um, I still hate that it's Vegas. If it was any other place, if it was Quebec City, if it was Seattle, if it was Saskatoon, I would be thrilled to see these guys in the final and it'd be some fucking party. But just because it's Vegas and the fans still don't know what the fuck they're doing, um, fucking Reeves is saying, oh, we got the best fans in the league. Yeah, sure, they cheer and they have a great time, but they are not the best hockey fans in the league. Fuck, they haven't earned those stripes yet by any means. Nashville just earned those stripes. And Arizona doesn't have those stripes yet. Like, you got a ways to go there, Vegas fans. So you just fucking calm your tits there, bud. Um, yeah, no, it's going to be a hell of a Stanley Cup final. I was very shocked to see Winnipeg lose to Vegas. That was absolutely shocking. If, if Whoever was going to win the Western Conference final, in my opinion, was going to win the Stanley Cup. Um, yeah, I just I feel really bad for Winnipeg as a city, as a team. Uh, Bufflin was just a fucking monster. I don't know how they could lose with Bufflin playing the way he did. It's like he was fucking just a wrecking ball out there, tearing guys apart and just big buffing around by Fuglian. Sorry there, Brian Smythe. Um, yeah, no, no, it's just, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I, like, no, I don't know anybody who really saw this coming, uh, you know, truly in their fortune teller ball i don't know it's it's wild it's fucking hockey wild fucking crazy hockey let me tell you what anyway uh those are my two cents um yeah hopefully you guys enjoy the nhl playoffs it's gonna be a fucking wild 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 uh Stanley cup final all right take care not for the podcast listeners and uh anthony Dave and Brian. Cheers, guys.